Call the air. And that lets you save Who cares? True form life. Green look on Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. All right. Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your downloads, shares, reviews, everything that you do to be a part of our True Form Life community. We are nationally syndicated across Canada. We're on four markets, and I couldn't be more excited to share that news with you and to be here. It's been a long time dream of mine, and we're here. We're doing it, and it's all because of you. So thank you for being here each week to see what we have going on. Now, today we're bringing you a brand new interview. This is coming at you from Samantha Skelly. Now, Samantha's from HungryForHappiness.com. She's going to talk about releasing emotional weight to to reduce physical weight. Now, personally, I feel like that's absolutely, without a doubt, where physical weight comes from. Without reducing or releasing that emotional weight that we carry, it's very difficult maybe impossible to drop that physical weight, at least to make it sustainable and to keep it off. So Sam's going to tell you all kinds of tips around what she's doing here around dropping emotional weight. And again, she's at Hungry for Happiness. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Sam in the introduction, so without further ado, welcome to the show, Sam. Thank you for having me. So today, Samantha, I used both, you see that? I was going to say, you switched it up there. (laughs) That was my serious voice. You can do that. My mom used to call me Samantha when I was in trouble, so just whatever you want to do. Did she use your middle name too? If I, if I say something wrong, call me Samantha. If not, <laughs> you can call me Sam. She never used my middle name. I've got like three of them, so it's a little bit of a tongue twister. That's probably why I got the middle name. <laughs> there you go. All right, so we're going to be talking about releasing, well, physical weight and really getting to the root of the issue, which is emotional. I think that's fantastic. We're going to hear all about what you have to what you say have to say about that super excited to get into this topic sam i want to know more about you so our listeners have a better idea of who they're listening to cool sounds good so my whole story started when i was super young i grew up as a performer i was a child actress a stunt double i was a dancer and so i was like heavily into the performance industry when i was when i was younger and throughout my childhood sort of like rejection was just like how I experienced life. Like when, you know, you're going to five different auditions for a role and then boom, it's like, nope, you're not good enough or whatever. And it was interesting because when I was growing up, that stuff really, it wasn't, I wasn't aware of how it was affecting me until I was 18 and I was like, okay, let's completely stop the performance industry altogether. So I stopped acting, I stopped dancing, I stopped doing stunting. And when I was 18 years old, I had lost all of my significance. I was no longer, you know, an actress. I was no longer a sun double. I was no longer a dancer anymore. And so I then found my significance, if you will, in, in, in like dieting and like, okay, if I can just like be a perfectionist at dieting and get really good at dieting and like lose weight, then I'll find my significance. And that was sort of like where my, where my mind went. 
And so that whole, I called it a diet depression, that whole thing went on of like, like restrictive dieting, overeating, restrictive dieting, overeating. Like I could not just eat like a normal person. It was always, there was always some sort of rule regulation. There was always something that I, that I had to follow and had to stick to. So that went on for the better part of four years until I realized like I was like, it was affecting absolutely everything. My relationships, my quality of life, absolutely everything. Like I could not look at a plate of food without like being obsessed about number one, how many calories were in it and where it was going to end up on my body. It was like this constant, this constant mental battle. And it's interesting because I'm sure for those of you who are listening and I resonate with this, it's one of these things that you don't really talk about that much. It kind of is like, kind of goes under the radar. You kind of don't really, you know, share it too much. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of guilt attached to it. So I, that's what I was doing. I was, I really wasn't telling anyone. It was kind of like my hidden secret. One of my girlfriends was like, Hey Sam, we know, we know what's going on. We know what you're going through. Like we're here to help you sort of thing. And it was in that moment I was like, Oh God, like I'm kind of like, I'm found out. And so I just realized that if I didn't reconnect into my body, if I didn't change what was going on. I was going to ruin my life. So I spent the next three years just really figuring out like what I was actually searching for, what that feeling actually was and how to meet that at a fundamental level. So I did not use food as number one, a drug and restrict it to, because I did something quote unquote bad. And so now that, you know, those kind of trials, tribulations, that experience that you went to, went through. Now you kind of teach that with those clients and those that you work with? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So most of the women that I work with are caught up in that fight with food, are, you know, constantly using food as a drug, always on a diet. You know, we deal with a lot of binge eating, but that doesn't mean that they're overweight. That just means that binge eating is a natural reaction to deprivation. So when we deprive food from ourselves and then we decide like, okay, I can't do this anymore it's our natural tendency to overeat on the things because our body's like, this is going to happen again. Let's, let's, let's fuel up. So I work with a lot of women who are, who are really caught in that. And the, the process that we go through is just reconnecting mind and body, head and heart, allowing them to, to get through the emotional stuff and to really number one, distinguish between an emotional hunger cue and a physical hunger cue. Cause for the majority of people, that's very confusing and really, really figure out, okay, why are you using food as a drug? What is that? What is that void that you're filling? And a lot of that has to deal with emotions deep down. We're holding on to emotions that maybe even happened from childhood or, or growing up mm-hmm. that now as adults, we, we still have. That's right. And that's what the weight loss industry doesn't look at. They're like, let's just put another bandaid on a bullet wound. Let's just do another, another quick fix, another this. And it's not, you know, that's not the sustainable way of transformation over the long term. That's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Dieting works. Does it work? Of course it does. You diet for like, you know, two weeks until you, until you can't anymore and you lose some weight. But as soon as you stop, you gain all the weight back plus more. So I don't know what works about that situation. It doesn't work. (laughs) Like, you know, there's even a brand called It Works. It doesn't. It doesn't bloody work. We've got to. We've got to hit the emotional. We've got to hit the the emotional reason, or else that pattern is going to keep repeating itself. It doesn't matter how many band aids you put on that pattern; it's going to stay the same. Why is the diet industry corrupted? Because they're not looking at that side of things. They're it, looking at, yeah, they're playing on our insecurities, and they only have their bottom line in mind. 
So they, they, they recreate, they reshape, they remarket all of these things that they know fundamentally do not work, but they know people are still going to buy into them because they're playing off of fear. They're playing off insecurity. They're, they're taking action out of fear, I should say. And so it, it reinforces people in that cycle. That's already so self-destructive. And they're just happy putting those band-aids on because that's what they're selling. They're selling band-aids. Hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people come to me as well and they say, Hey Sam, like Julie lost weight on your, uh, you know, on your program. Like I want to do it. And I'm like, if that's your intention, it's not going to work for you. When we're focused on losing weight, it's, it's not going to work. Cause that's still out of fear. We're still running from something. If we can reframe that and allow weight to be the result of the work and not the focus, we are able to just work on the stuff that actually creates change and see weight release if that's, if that's a desire of, of the client as a result of it. I couldn't be more excited to tell you about Eric and Dan from the town chiropractor and their entire team in your local community. I think days have passed as chiropractors are just thought of of twisting and cracking and crunching bones. These are more natural and holistic treatments. Now, the town chiropractor have a number of different treatments and services. Some include massage therapy, acupuncture, orthotics, functional movement screening. They have so much to offer. This is truly an entire wellness clinic. Now, they are in Sussex. They're also in St. John, St. Stephen's, Hampton. They're growing. It's so exciting to be involved in what they're doing. Highly recommend checking out their Facebook page, The Town Chiropractor, and see what they have going on. Now, chiropractors aren't just for pain. It's also for prevention. So if you're looking for some adjustments, if you're looking for someone that's a professional to help improve your optimal health, check out The Town Chiropractor in your local community. That's kind of, I have a similar story. When I kind of started out, people would say, I need to lose weight. You know, I need to lose weight. And then when I first started, I was like, yeah, we can help you lose weight. And I realized that first of all, that didn't work. And second of all, it didn't really, wasn't something that resonated with me. I didn't enjoy it. So then I started telling people that came to me to lose weight, I would, I would find someone else to refer them to. And they didn't like that because that felt like you're just passing them on to someone else. And I told them, I don't teach weight loss. I'll teach you mm-hmm. how to live a healthy lifestyle. And the byproduct will be losing weight, but we don't start with losing weight. So now I've been doing this long enough that people now usually come to me after they've tried all the diets and they say, oh, no, I've tried this diet. I've tried that. They don't work. So I need mm-hmm. something else. And I was like, well, now yeah. we can get to work. Well, exactly. And it's so interesting because when I, when I get off calls with people, I just, I basically say like, I know I'm going to work with you one day and I know you're probably not ready right now. So, you know, try this out or, or do, or, you know what, actually I don't really even refer out. I'm like, go, go figure, go figure it out then and come back when you're ready. Cause I know you're going to hit a threshold. You're going to hit a point where you're like, I can't do this anymore. It's too painful. It's too stressful. I can't do it. It needs to stop now. And that's where, that's where the work of hungry for happiness comes in. Why do you think diets make make you gain weight? <laughs> it's so interesting. I've read so many studies and I've done so much work around this. When we're constantly dieting, we gain weight back more. Like everyone says, oh yeah, I did that diet. But then when I stopped it, I gained all the way back plus more. Like that's the common story that we all hear. So when you're constantly doing that, you know, the compound effect of that over the long term, you're going to be 30 pounds heavier than than you started with five years ago, if you continually do that. So dieting is like the dieting will make you gain weight. That's just how it works. Counterintuitive. I know. You know, it's funny. I read something, I read some types of facts not too long ago and it was around, 
you know, holiday weight gain. And I think that it's, it sounds similar to what you're saying, but many times around the holidays, we say, oh, you know, it, it's the holidays. I can have extra pie or I don't have to work out. I'm a bit stressed out, which again is kind of funny because we should be exercising more when we're stressed out. But, you know, but the, this fact, these facts were explaining how during the holidays, you don't actually lose the weight after it just accumulates year after mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. So that could definitely yeah. be an issue and, and similar to what you're saying there as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me about why the world is, <laughs> we have uh, fat and frustrated. People are fat and frustrated because they're, they're gaining weight because they're being victims to the weight loss industry and they're frustrated because they don't know how to get out of it. They're like, I've, and, and it's always comes down to a willpower conversation. They're like, I just don't have the willpower. It's like, you do. You're just doing the wrong things. Like you have the willpower to do it. It's just, you're trying the wrong thing. So you're doing all of these diets. And because we're not tapping into the emotional reason as to why you're actually doing them and what the feeling is that you're actually searching for, you keep yourself stuck in this cycle. And so that's where the frustration comes in and that's where the weight gain comes in. So it's a perfect little, little phrase that I invented. (laughs) (laughs) A vicious circle. Mm-hmm. So what can we do about that? What can we do about, you know, not paying attention to the dieting industry, the dieting world? How can we just get to the goods and start seeing results? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we have to look at the emotional weight. We have to look at the emotional weight. Physical weight on our body is simply just a representation of the emotional weight that we're carrying. And weight gain is an internal problem. And what's happening is we're treating it with external solutions. So we're weight gain is an internal problem. So we're, 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 we're overweight because we're, there's something within us. There's some inner turmoil and we're going, okay, let's throw this, this diet on it. Let's do this exercise plan. Let's do this. Let's do this. So it's all of these external band-aids, if you will, external solutions to an internal problem. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. We've got to address it for what it is. We've got to look inside the body. We've got to look inside the heart and really figure out, okay, what are you, what is going on right now at a cellular level? What is going on right now in, in your emotional field? Because when, once we shift that, once we change that, it changes the game. All right, don't go anywhere. We got tons of more information coming up on exploring mind and body. I want to take a moment to tell you about the Sunshine House Financial Center right here in Sussex. Because you take your health seriously. You set goals and make a plan to reach your health and fitness targets. Have you thought about a plan to help you reach your financial targets? Whether you're dreaming of retirement, saving for your child's education, or protecting your family in the event of death, disability, or serious illness, Sunshine House Financial Center has the financial security planning solutions to help you reach your goals. A goal without a plan is just wishful thinking. What's your plan? Contact us today and we'll help you develop a financial plan for you, your family, or your business suited for your lifestyle and budget. Starting today, you can lay a solid foundation for your financial independence. Call 433-4588 to speak to Greg, Jane, or Edward Keith. They're looking forward to hearing from you. And is there something some, you know, sometimes we recommend, well, just about every wellness expert recommends breathing exercise in some way, but is there some way we can really address that maybe subconscious level or, or those emotional issues from writing to meditation, anything that can, we can do to really dig deep and find out what's going on? 
Yeah, absolutely. Like I think writing, journaling, breathing, those things are amazing tools. It's fantastic tools. But unless we fundamentally shift the core belief, those things are just going to be tools and they're just going to be mechanical. We're just going to do them, but not actually shift it. So what we need to look at is like, where are, where's our body vibrating at? If we're, if we're vibrating in like shame and guilt and sorrow and, and down here, we're going to track that into, into our lives. So we can throw any, t- if we don't shift that, any, we can do any tool in the world. It's not going to work. It's still, you're still at the, at the core of it. You're still believing that you're not worthy or not deserving, whatever it is. So what we have to do is we have to backtrack. Okay. We're feeling this way because we're thinking a certain way, right? Our thoughts create feeling. So, okay. I'm feeling shameful. I'm feeling guilty. I'm feeling whatever. Okay. Well, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Like, what is the, what is the inner dialogue that's going on? And in order to, to really be aware of that inner dialogue or in order to be aware of our core beliefs, it comes down to our thoughts. So just observing what your thoughts are, are telling you, that is going to be a very good indication of what you actually believe about yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that. Like, did you ever made me think of this book I read a long time ago, Thoughts Become Things? Yeah. Prentice yeah. Milford? Is that who yeah. it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a fantastic book. And I think that, I believe that so much, like the, the thoughts we think, the words we speak, all translate into the actions we take. And many times, like we say the worst things possible that we could ever, like we would never say that to someone else. We never even think that about someone else, but those are continually going on in our mind. And then we say things about ourselves. Sometimes someone will say like, oh, I'm so stupid or I'm no good at that. And I'm like, I couldn't imagine like thinking that. And that goes through our minds on a regular basis. And then our actions show those thoughts and those emotions. And now we're stuck where we're stuck. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So people are like, I want to lose weight. It's like, well, what are you believing about yourself? Because <laughs> like, we need to start there. We need to start there. So okay. what can we do to change those beliefs? So that's a, that's, that's a great question. And it's, it's about changing the beliefs, but it's also about sh- shifting our, vis- our visceral feeling about how we fundamentally feel about ourselves. So we get down to the belief of, I'm not good enough, which is a, which is a, which is a fan favorite. Everyone loves that. Everyone loves that belief. I'm not good enough. Right. So the thoughts that transpire and transcend from that core belief are, I'm not good enough to date that person. I'm not good enough to take that job. I'm not good enough to do this. I'm, I'm not, whatever it is. Like, I'm not good enough to do anything. Cause that's our core belief, which transcends and percolates into so many areas of our lives. Well, that makes us feel a certain way. So knowing that that's the core belief, I'm not good enough. It's about like really sitting with that and being like, okay, Where's, where's the evidence for that? Where's the evidence for I'm not good enough, right? Okay, cool. Is this actually true? Like, is this actually true? This, this evidence that I've collected in my mind, this subconscious evidence, is it actually true? Because something we have to be, be mindful of is the stories that we're holding onto aren't even our stories. There, it's something that like someone told us one time, or we've, we picked up from somewhere or whatever. It's not true to us, like at our soul, at a soul level everybody is good enough. Like that belief that we're not is is something that we've inherited. So it's about going through that, going through that process and being like, okay, if I felt good enough right now, what would that feel like? And connecting it to a visceral level. What does that actually feel like? The feeling of feeling good enough. What does that feel like? And then it's about connecting the belief with the feeling. So we have to make that connection. Because if we stare in the mirror and do affirmations and say, I am good enough, I am good enough, I am good enough. 
you might as well just be saying like the sky's blue, the sky's blue, the sky's blue, because it's not, there's no visceral like leverage. There's no emotional leverage on it, but we can, when we can feel the pain of not feeling good enough and we can in a moment, cause we all can do this is viscerally shift that into a, into a place of feeling good enough and feeling it while repeating the mantra. That's how we begin to see that, that change at a, at a, at a deeper level. That I'm not good enough. Is that the same as I don't deserve that? I'm not good enough. I don't deserve that. I'm not lovable, blah, blah, blah. All of those things, you know, they're, they're very similar beliefs. Someone recently said that I heard that they said, you don't get what you think you should have. You get what you think you deserve. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, yeah. Where we are in life, that's what mm -hmm. we think we deserve. Right. And it's about raising your standards at the end of the day. Right. It's about raising your standards. How can we raise our standards? Just having a, a stronger belief in ourselves and what can we can do and accomplish and be? I love using the word expectation. Like, what do you expect from yourself? Because that's what you're going to get. Like, I expect myself to show up a certain way in my business, in my relationships, with money, with my friends, with my health. It's like, that's my expectation. That's my standards. They're super high. Does that mean I'm like always living in a state of like, oh, I'm not good enough because I'm supposed to be up here? It's like, no, but that's what I know I can achieve, right? I know I, I'm, I'm able, 100% able to, to play life at that level. So that's, that's my expectation for myself. And I choose that every single day. It's I like, like, what that. are you? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, um, I was going to move on, but I want to come back to, you know, you choose that each day we make decisions and we choose, we have choices and, and those choices that we make for ourselves forms our, our life, our destiny. I think destiny many times is, is a cop out for, oh, that's the way it's supposed to be, or this is where I'm mm. supposed to be, or, you know, whatever it is. I mean, I, I believe in that to an extent, but I also feel like we have more control. And we have more power than we give ourselves credit for. Well, it's like Roger Bannister in the one minute mile, right? As soon as he did it, everyone could do it. It's all a mindset. It's all a mm -hmm. mindset, right? It's like, if you believe you can't do something, you're right. If you believe you can, you're right. Like you <laughs> just change your mind, right? And yeah, as soon as there's like evidence for the fact that a one minute mile is possible, there's like multiple people who did it the next year. This is David Hermita from the great state of Texas. Stay right there. We'll be right back on Exploring Mind and Body. I want to take a moment to tell you about Complete Truth Protein. Now, Complete Truth Protein is a whole food supplement. This means it's made with whole foods, being quinoa and hemp hearts. Many times when we look at conventional supplements, our body has a difficult time absorbing, digesting, and utilizing all the nutrients, which is why I always prefer and suggest whole foods. So if you look at Complete Truth Protein, it's it's a plant-based product. It's gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, and GMO-free. It's also a raw product. So we're looking at all kinds of ways to improve your health that's going to be easy to utilize, digest, and absorb, and more than anything, burn off as energy. The very first thing customers tell us is they can't believe how much more energy they have from adding Complete Truth Protein to their smoothies. So head over to Hempy dot ca slash ctp now if you want 15 percent off all you have to do is enter an emb in the discount code hempy dot ca slash ctp tell me about what you need to give up in order to create a sustainable transformation a lot of it was what we just talked about those core beliefs it's like if you're trying to 
if you're trying, if you're holding on to the belief while trying to create a sustainable change, it's like the, it's like monkey bars. It's like, you really want to get over here, but you're not willing to let go over here. So it's like, those are the things we need to really focus on. Are we holding on to this? Is this a belief that we're reinforcing? If so, why, and how can we shift it? So to create that sustainable transformation, and I talk about sustainable change all the time, you know, so important because, mm-hmm. you know, what's the point? We talked earlier, what's the point in, it's like detoxes. I, you know, I have a book called Detoxify Yourself and everyone comes to me for detox advice and I don't believe in detoxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I talk about sustainable lifestyle changes and slowly detoxing the toxins from your life. You know, it, it's based around food as well, but it's also based around the thoughts that you're, that you're talking about here as well. And to create those sustainable lifestyle changes, I mean, that's where the, that's where the goods are at. That's where the r- real results are at. Like who wants to do, Uh, that's why I don't like detox. You do a three day detox and then you go back to your regular lifestyle, which brought you to the detox in the first place. I don't know how you feel about that, but it's no different from those weight, those quick weight loss challenges. I don't know what you, it works or that I get the shake one all the time because I'm in the, I'm in the protein industry. So everyone thinks, says, Oh, is your shake going to protein going to make me lose weight? I'm like, no. It's not. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> but we can help you work towards, you know, sustainable lifestyle changes. What seems like people are more people are, are at least trying to move closer to. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell me about hungry for happiness. What is this? I know this is more of an overall of what mm-hmm. you do, but tell me about your mission and what you want to accomplish here. My whole mission is to revolutionize the weight loss industry by helping people look at what the actual issue is to then create sustainable transformation at the deepest level for people. So all of our programs are based on our on a uh, formula process that I created that helps people look at the things in their lives that they they are blind to, which is creating that frustration, that fat and frustrated feeling. And so we have retreats. We have our core program, which is called the Society. We have a certification program, so we train people how to to, to use our, our, our methodology and, and train other people methodology. So that's, that's the whole base of the company is my mission is just to shift that, the, the, the weight loss industry, not by fighting it, but just creating my own way. And and why do you think that we need to, you know, find something like, I like the words, just hungry for happiness, but I mean, why do you think there's so many, so many people like looking for that quick fix as opposed to something that's more sustainable? We're designed that way, unfortunately. You know, we want everything in a second right now. You know, like, <laughs> that's just how we are fundamentally designed. Um, Text messages, is like, microwaves, drive throughs That's it. That's it. So, and unfortunately, this doesn't work that way. So, if there was something that, that we could do to get people moving on the right track, we would start with using, you know, our mind and our beliefs and moving forward in that manner. That's the That's the very core root of finding real change. I would say as a starter, just create some space to just feel into your body and really figure out what are you actually hungry for? We're so distracted these days with like our phones and this and that and our gadgets. It's like we can't sit still and just like be be with ourselves. It's like we always have to inundate ourselves with information or distractions because we're actually, we don't want to look at what's there, which is sad. So just take space listen to your body. If there's pain in your body, it's a, it's a teacher. Pain is a catalyst for growth. We need it to grow and it'll guide us into these things. But what, what happens is, is that pain, you know, we stuff 
food down with it or we distract ourselves or we play our music really loud or we put the TV on and we're like, ah, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. And you're, you're denying yourself an opportunity for growth. So I think first and foremost, just creating the space in your life to be able to start to listen to those things and listen to what your body's communicating to you. You know, it's always surprising to me Like I work in a, in a quiet environment, you know, that sometimes music's on, but the TV's not on and I don't even have a phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I feel like when I go into a different environment and there's so much noise and so many distractions, you know, how can we move from that scenario to all kinds of madness, no matter, no matter where you are, to making time, making that space that you're talking about? It's just about ownership and responsibility. Like if this means enough to you and you want to explore your edges and, and get through these barriers, it's about taking responsibility for creating space in your life. Sam, tell me, we talked briefly about Hungry for Change. Tell me more about where people can find you, what you're doing here in the future, and if we want mm-hmm. to get a hold of you, where are you at? Cool. So www.hungryforhappiness.com, and we are. you can connect with me on there. You can connect with me personally on Facebook, Samantha Skelly. We have our signature program, which is a six-month group coaching program, which launches three times a year. We have retreats that happen, excuse me, in Bali and in Whistler up up in Canada. And we are constantly training people to, to use our certification to, to help others and empower others as well. Sam, Mm -hmm. thanks so much for being with us today on exploring mind and body. We look forward to catching up with you in the future and seeing what, seeing what you're up to. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, Drew. Take care. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thanks for being here with us. Thanks for being a part of our True Form Life community. Thanks for hanging out here with us till the end. If you'd like to leave a review on iTunes yourself, I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to read it on the show as well. For more details about what we do and what we have to offer, head over to trueformlife.com. There you'll find a free 10-day fitness challenge. All you have to do is enter in your email address so we know where to send the workouts to. A brand new workout each day, 20 minutes or less, body weight only, which means there's no equipment required. All past shows are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.